Welcome back to 5 Degrees Off Normal. After yesterday's episode, which was kind of a depressing downer, I thought I'd do something kind of upbeat, happy, and fulfilling, and filling at the same time. Nutty, you're the reason I thought about doing this. I love you. You've got some wonderful ideas on food and amazing ideas on a bunch of other stuff, but I'm going with the food thing for right now. So what I'm going to share with you guys is my recipe for Puerco Pibil. It's a Yucatan dish, and it's absolutely delicious. It's very uh, spicy-ish, depending on what you think very spicy is. So that can be a little subjective. So I'm going to give you the recipe and how I make it. You might have heard about this dish if you've seen the movie Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Johnny Depp's character, Agent Sands, well, he orders it, he says it's delicious, and then he goes back and kills the cook. Remember that scene? Yeah, that's the dish he ordered. Now, this recipe consists of a marinade and a large amount of pork. So I'm going to start off with the marinade and we'll go from there. For the dry part of the marinade, you need five tablespoons of anato seeds. It's also called achiote seeds. You also need two teaspoons of cumin seed, a tablespoon of black peppercorns, eight allspice seeds, and a half a teaspoon of cloves. Now you're going to take all those things and throw them into a grinder and grind them until they are as much of a powder as you can get it. Personally, I have a coffee grinder that I have set to espresso settings dedicated for my spices. So throw all that in and get it grinding like absolute crazy. Okay, once you got that into a nice, super duper fine powder, set it aside. Let's go to the wet part of the marinade. What I'm going to recommend doing is taking all these wet parts and throwing them directly into the blender. By the way, you are going to need a blender for this. Forgot to mention it. Okay, first thing you do is start out with a half a cup of orange juice. I recommend going with as natural as you can get just because of taste and texture. You're going to need a half a cup of white vinegar. Add in a few chopped up habanero peppers. For If you like it spicy with a decent amount of heat, start off with two. If that's a little bit too much, bring it down to one. That's all right. Okay, next thing you need to do is add in the juice of five lemons. You can either juice five lemons or you can use store-bought lemon juice, but I try and get the organic natural as best you can because honestly, fresher is better, right? Okay, now you got the liquid in there. Add in two tablespoons of salt, eight cloves of garlic, and then once everything is in the blender all nice, Blend the ever-loving shit out of it. You want to have as smooth and as uniform a consistency as possible. So blend it like there's no tomorrow. Have you finished blending? Good. Okay, now we're going to be adding in the secret ingredient. You're going to put in a shot of the best Anejo tequila you can get. The best you can find, the best you can afford, because that's what makes this stuff really, really good. Okay, once you've got that uniform consistency, take those dry things that you just ground all the daylights out of and add that in there and then hit the blend button again. You want to make it as smooth and uniform as possible as before and be prepared to turn on the blender one more time right before we put the marinade over the meat because this stuff might separate a little bit. But you might want to like, you know, see what it looks like and get a nice smell for it before because a lot of this... You know, the smell just makes it even better. Okay, next part, the meat. You need five pounds of pork shoulder or pork butt. Personally, I see if I can get pork butt. You want to cut 
the pork butt into about two inch squares, give or take, and put the squares in a large, about gallon size Ziploc bag, okay? Once the meat is in the bag, I want you to go back to your blender and pulse it a couple more times just to make sure everything is nice and smooth. Then take that liquid and pour it all over the meat that's inside the Ziploc bag. Seal the Ziploc bag up and kind of smoosh it around for a little bit, you know, shake it, make sure everything's well coated, put it in your fridge and let it sit. You need about three to four hours bare minimum, but I'll give it about a day or two days personally. Okay, next we're going to have to figure out how to cook the meat. So for starters, you're going to want to get banana leaves. I'm able to get these at the Shopper's Food Warehouse, but I'm on the East Coast. You might be able to find them at Wegmans or something else like that. You want to get a pan. I recommend something like a lasagna pan or a, you know, something similar. And what you want to do is get the banana leaves and line the pan with banana leaves. Leave the edges hanging over the size of the pan. All right, because, well, I'll explain it in a bit. Next, what you're going to do is take the meat out of the fridge and dump everything, the entire contents of that Ziploc bag into the pan, okay? Once you've done that, take the banana leaves that are kind of overhanging and fold those over the top of the meat. Grab some extra banana leaves, kind of tuck it off to the side if you can, just to make sure that you want to completely cover the meat in banana leaves. Simply put, you just want to have the meat as tightly covered on all sides with banana leaves. After you've done that, you want to cover the whole thing with aluminum foil as tight as you can get it. Make it so that no steam can escape because the meat kind of steams itself when it's cooking, all right? Now here comes the hard part, waiting. You're going to cook this wonderful, delicious Puerto Pibil in the oven for four hours at 325 degrees. Now, once you put it in there, leave it the hell alone. Don't poke it, don't prod it, don't do anything, because when you do that, the steam is going to escape, and that really, really, really sucks. You don't want to do that. So put it in set a timer, and then go around and, you know, have some, you know, play some video games. You know, you got four hours. You might be able to get a little bit into Breath of the Wild, right? Or you can make some sides. I'm going to actually suggest a couple. I'm not going to give you the recipe for it, but I'm going to suggest a few. You know, I recommend uh, rice, Spanish rice, Mexican rice. Either one will work. White rice works good. Uh, Green beans and almonds is always a nice thing that pairs very well with it. Fried yucca and fried plantains are always delicious, and, well, I think they can go with almost anything. Hell, even corn on the cob pairs pretty well with this, so, you know, figure out what you think might work and go for it. Okay, you have waited the four hours, and the timer's gone off, and the meat went ding! So, grab your oven mitts and remove the tray from the oven and shut the oven off. I'm reminding you to do that because I forget to do that frequently. Okay, First thing you got to do is carefully, and I would recommend keeping your oven mitts on for this, remove the aluminum foil. There is going to be steam, and it's probably going to do that thing in your face. You know how it goes. So take the aluminum foil, remove it. Then take the banana leaves and kind of pull those off, throw those away. If you're good and you're gentle, you could probably pull all the banana leaves off from around the meat. And all those delicious juices. Mm. Okay, so here's what you do next. I'm going to bet you if it happened anything like the first time I made mine, it's going to look like, oh, this meat was supposed to fall apart and kind of look like a pulled pork barbecue. Wait till you touch it with a fork and then you'll see what happens. 
Okay, so first order of business is to remove as much meat as you can from the pan and put it into a bowl so that way you can get it to the table as fast as you can. Oh, but you're not done yet, my friends. There's still all that jus that is still in the pan, and we want to separate that from the fat. Here's what you do. I'm going to teach you guys the Ziploc trick. What you do is you get a large size Ziploc bag. Um, I like to use the gallon size ones, and I kind of smush it into a... Uh, liquid measuring cup. One of my larger ones, you know, I don't want my teeny one, at least three cups, maybe more if you can. You don't need to go to as large as the gallon liquid measuring cups, you know, three, four cups would be just fine. So what you do is you kind of squish the Ziploc bag in there and then you just dump everything into it, okay? Once you've dumped everything into the Ziploc bag, seal the Ziploc bag at the top and then point one of the bottom corners to the liquid measuring cup. Now I want you to wait a couple of seconds. All the fat is going to rise up to the top and all the jus is going to stay at the bottom. So you want to wait until all the fat rises to the top. Then you take a pair of scissors and snip off the corner bottom part of the bag that you've been angling down toward the liquid measuring cup. Don't cut it too big because if you do, then it's going to just go bloosh and it's going to be a mess. So cut it small and then wait for all the liquid to drain out into the measuring cup. Right before the fat hits, turn the Ziploc bag back to the side so it stops flowing and then just throw it out. You're done. I mean, you can also use like one of those gravy separator things, but eh, for me, the Ziploc bag trick works pretty well. You can pour the jus into a gravy boat or a ramekin. Eh, whatever works for you. As I've stated before, this is five pounds of pork. And almost every time I've made this, I have leftovers. So here's a couple things that I did with my leftovers. Hopefully you might get some use out of it too. I have mixed it in with scrambled eggs. I have mixed it in with eggs, cheese, and wrapped it up in a tortilla for a quick-to-go breakfast burrito. I've actually used it to make my own kind of unique version of pork buns, which are quite good. Hell, I even used it to make a really weird kind of uh, pot pie, really spicy one, and it was really good. So, you know, let your imagination go nuts. Let me know what you've done down in the doobly-doo. So, all right. This has been 5 Degrees Off Normal, the impromptu cooking show. I want you all to keep taking care of yourselves, and that sometimes includes eating well, too. So, I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Have a good one.